welcome back to an Agile short from Agile Meridian. Uh, there was a lot of good reactions to the uh, the skit for the Scrum Master and facilitating a retrospective that we did last time. So we're going to do that again. Uh, we are going to do another skit this time about a product owner who comes to a planning meeting with his or her own ideas. Uh, let's see how it goes. Welcome everyone. Thanks, team. Uh, we are all here for the for the next planning session. Uh, we have an exciting spring coming up. We have a bunch of things to do, guys. I mean, uh, you know, and I'm 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 here to make sure that it all happens because ultimately it's my responsibility. Right? I mean, come on. Uh, everyone is going to ask me what what happened. Uh, so we we have our uh, APO in the next spring. We have to build our APO class. We have to build our training curriculum. We have a ton of marketing updates to make. We have a ton of website updates to make. Um, and uh, there, there's a lot of other things to do. Uh, we have impact mapping workshop, so many things going on. So let's get right down to the planning. I mean, it's, this is so, uh, this sprint is going to be so tough. I mean, we've, I, got our, we've got our priorities, right? I mean, we've been working yeah. on that for a little bit. These are our priorities. This is our sprint goal. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that that, that kind of lays it out, right? It's, I got, I'm going to be working on the impact <coughs> mapping uh, workshop, continuing to build that out. and tie it back to what we're doing with APO and everything else. So I've got those story cards ready to go. Uh, hey, like, are, are you the right person for it though? I mean, it seems like you you, you may not have all the uh, expertise to make that happen. I've been, I just delivered the course earlier uh, at the end of last yeah, week. Yeah, he did a great job. It was, okay. it was really well done. Uh, up in Chicago and it went really well. That was our beta. It, 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 it went off well. We're, we're continuing, they're asking us to continue. So. I figured okay. I would take that and expand that out and give, give our, uh, that'll give us our first, our first version of this course. So what are the details like? I mean, I, I, I would really like to know. Well, they're all on the story card. I mean, we've got all the, we did that in, in, uh, in all of the uh, decomposition sessions. So okay. it's all there. Well, can I interrupt for a second? Sorry. Sure. Let's make sure as a, as a scrum master, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page, right? Okay. So Mike, you know, your job is really to figure out the how, right? How you're going to go do it and what, you know, what, what the steps are, all the things are needed. Jolly, remember, we talked about this in the retrospective, that your job is to figure out the why, right? And what you want, not how it works. Yeah, but if I don't know it, how am I going to talk to well, myself? We talked about the why. I mean, that's before we even went and did the, 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 beta, uh, the beta class uh, last week. So yeah, but I need to talk to my boss about this. And if I don't know what Mike is doing and how he's doing it, uh, I, I feel like I'm not, I, I can't make that conversation. You can bring me there, but I mean, we're, we're ready to go. Are we going to do the, yeah, I mean, I've got, I got my stories ready to go as well. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm working on supporting the APO class coming up and uh, the coaching uh, curriculum that I've been working on that, you know, we've got all the stories. I think you did a decent job writing up out the, uh, the stories and the, the features that they belong to. And so I've been working pretty pretty well with IES, uh, getting that stuff done. But, so, but are you sure you'll be you'll be busy the whole sprint though? I mean, you know, what if you have some free time? Do you you have like other stuff to do? Again, Jolly, I want to butt in here and just say, remember the team decides what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. Okay. Yeah, but again, so, I'm, 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 people will look at me if this doesn't get done. And wait I'm, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me finish. 
your comment to your question to Mike about are you the right person to do that work? That is not your role. Just to be clear, that is my that is the team's job to figure out. And yeah. so you need to bring up the point and you need you you need to bring up the question and you need to, you know, are we going to be able to get this done? You should not be questioning the team. That is their responsibility. But again, if your boss and you want me to come and let's have a, a session to establish what your role is, I'm more than willing to do that. So let, let's let's just hear what Ayes has to say too. I mean, she. I, um, I want to make sure before we go on to the team and we carry it on, you understand that as a product owner, okay. your job is to figure out who okay. and what and why. That's it. The how is the team? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we just we just need to know what where what direction we're going. We're we're going to figure it out. Okay. Okay. And we feel like we've got enough from you to do that, right? Yeah. You're, okay. Okay. you're there too, or. Well, I think um, it's, it's more, yeah, sorry. Did I just freeze? Am I? No, you're good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I was just going to say that maybe it's better if we focus on um, managing the goals rather than managing the people. So that okay. way we have like, a clear. But but are you okay? I mean, are you, uh, do you know what you have to do? Uh, yes, uh, on my end. I'm also uh working hand in hand with Mar and Chris, actually practically everyone, because I'm doing the courseworks, I'm supporting um, the in the course making. So I do also the course books, the presentations, even the content and uh, all the marketing um, communications are all good to go. So from email marketing to uh, the socials. So, so um, is, is your time equally spent? I mean, are you going to be busy all spent? Um. <laughs> All right, that was pretty good. That was really good. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> you were just—you seemed like you were just in character, Jolly. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You I didn't know it made a lot of difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought I thought Chris, you did a pretty good job as this yeah, yeah. kind of reined it in. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we've all seen this, right? And uh, and uh, the product owners that that are more into the the, the how, uh, get into the how, get into managing the team. I love what you said, Ais. You know, manage the goals, not the people. Yeah, that was really um, great. That was great. Anything else to add? You know, to this uh, little sh uh, this short video, things that advice that we might give product owners or teams. Yeah. to help uh, with product owners that are intrusive. Yeah. And, the how. Yeah. And one of the things that um, that was the undercurrent of all of this is that traditionally, right, project management, people management has always been about managing individual productivity. And right? work. And, yeah. and the work, right? How do you maximize the amount of time people spend on tasks and how do you maximize that individual productivity? Uh, rarely has the thought been about team throughput as to how the whole team gets work to done, um, but it has been on individual productivity. And that's why you see uh, people in traditional roles who have switched to an agile environment, uh, especially product owners, scrum masters, focusing again and again 
on that individual productivity and making sure that you point out. They bring that with them. Yeah, yeah, they bring that with them from their past. I think it's interesting, and, and yeah. especially when Chris mentioned, you know, hey, we talked about this in the retrospective. That kind of gave the idea that, hey, this is not the first time this has happened. This is a this is a repeat offender here. We we've got some issues going on with uh, with roles and lanes, right? Um, yeah. and, and being able to understand those. Yeah. And I, I think thought that it, was, uh, I thought it was the the, the idea around. <laughs> going after that right there and then, right? I, I think it was actually a, probably a good approach to say, all right, we, we got to, this is happening again. And this, we got to talk about this, right? that idea of let's get all of these concerns of jollies out of the way so that the team can get back to doing the work and get, get that aha around the fact that you're, this isn't your role might've been in the past, that you are responsible for the work and the output where that's not the case anymore. You know, you're, it's, it's, it's all the group together. I also thought it was interesting too, as Jolly kept talking about himself, like, this is mine. This is my, like, we weren't responsible for anything or we weren't involved in it when really we are. And yeah. he didn't, he didn't yeah. have a feeling that that was the case. You know? don't, you, don't you think there's an underlying issue to all this? And, and it, you kind of heard it a little bit. I heard it a little bit. And I, I wonder if y'all think it's the same look at it the same way, but did you hear Jolly say, you know, I need to make sure to my boss, this is all going to get done. We've got all these deadlines. It seemed like the underlying issue was trust that Jolly didn't trust the team to be the people on the team to go get the work done. And Jolly was a proxy almost to his boss yeah. in that case. Yeah. Yeah. And which, which kind of points out the fact that uh, this is not just a team problem, right? This is also an organizational problem where the levels of trust, as in my boss, their boss, is, is built into this, right? And everyone is trying to make sure that things are getting done and <coughs> holding the team accountable for that without thinking about their own, the part that they have to play in it, which is empowering the team, making sure that they have the tools to succeed, getting the organizational blockers out of the way so that the team can do the best job possible at that given point. I, how, how did you feel when when Jolly was asking you about your time and how you were using your time? How did it make you feel as a team as, as a member of that meeting? Well, I felt kind of uh, not really offended, but something like intruded. I mean, dude, I know what to, I know what to do. <laughs> I know how to manage my time. And but well, um, as a fairly new agile practitioner, thanks to you guys. I feel like um, I, I sort of have my two cents on, on this um, thing. It's really very difficult how to um, manage this, um, this job uh, as a, this role actually as a product owner. Um, so it's really very important because it's easy to, um, to cross the line. So it's really very important to know the, the why from the how because it's, it's also, it's also um, easy to feel like you're above the team and I've read that it's one um, very bad product owner failure. So I guess um, it's it's always good to stick with a with a question that you need to answer for your role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in really our sorry, I was just going to say that's a really good insight. The product owner isn't above the team. The product owner is just another role on the team that uh, they're really. Uh, focused on the why and the what. What should the team be focused on? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and providing that that value conscience for the team. So their their intent their intended role is to make sure the team understands 
and is imbued with the same sense of product ownership, the mindset as a product owner is. So they build right. the right things for the right people. They understand the customers just as well as the product owner does. So the product owner really should be building a bunch of product owners on the team. You know, they think the same as, as uh, he or she does and so on. And that's only happens when you focus on the why and the what. Yeah, it, it felt like we were working for Jolly, not with Jolly in, in that right. conversation. Yeah. yeah, and as you probably have recognized that in Agile Meridian, uh, we all go to make sure that, you know, Kumar is kind of the product owner for the work that you do on this, right? And, but we make sure that we work with Kumar so that he can prioritize our list effectively, that we don't run, uh, we, don't, we don't put things on, on top of the priority list that you have already and, and uh, mess up your rhythm, so to speak, and your workload. So that's why we make sure that Kumar knows what we are giving you uh, and he can prioritize that list and make sure that you, know, you don't get overloaded, which is, which is really key for a product manager. Yeah, that yeah. prioritization of the of what's important this week, what's important to do, mm -hmm. and what are we trying to get done, that is a huge role of that. And what was interesting is in our skit, Jolly was more focused on how we were using our time than he was about what we were going to deliver. Uh, uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, so. because because many product owners do think that that yeah. keeping track and controlling your time is key to getting things done uh, right. really that old that's the relationship that they know that they're used yes. to right that they've been charged yeah. with in their past jobs Excellent. so what, what do you suppose are some <clears throat> tips that um we could share for product owners that may or may not be even aware that they're in this how mode yeah great great question kumar i mean one of the one of the tricks that i have always used is work with the team when you when you prep for a sprint, right? Don't do this in a vacuum. Uh, don't bring the priority list to the planning meeting without anyone knowing what that means. Work with the team, and it, it means that you are an active participant in the in the refinement sessions, in the in the pre-planning meetings if you have them, in your daily stand-ups, and be aware of what's going on in the current sprint as well. Uh, and if you involve the team you will get a lot of the hows from them uh, as, as FYIs more than, hey, this is how we are going to do this. And that rounds out your knowledge about what the team is doing. Maybe why, I mean, you come up with the why the team is doing something, what they are doing, and get some of the hows as well, which gives you a more rounded picture. doesn't mean that you now take over the house, but it gives you a more rounded picture and it makes you aware. Uh, that is one way to get in front of it. Yeah, that's good. I was thinking also that, you know, for a product owner to be to, to build their self-awareness, um, it's important that they listen to feedback, you know, in retrospectives and uh, even in a planning meeting, if the product owner is doing the majority of the talking, then that's not a planning meeting. That's a that's a that's a, a bad sign that the team isn't participating, isn't talking, isn't asking questions, is, isn't you know, they're, they're basically, if in that sort of situation, they're order takers. They're waiting for the product owner to tell them what to do and maybe to the extent to how to do it as well. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's a big no-no. Yeah. That's the conversion from the requirements document world and give him, get, tell me what, how you want generated and how you want that generated um, versus the here's the outcome I'm looking for. Here's my intent. Here's the, in, here's the impact I'm trying to have. 
how would you suggest we go about doing that using your expertise and your knowledge and everything else and that's that's a hard hard conversion i mean even for team members we've all worked with teams that aren't comfortable with making that transition either they're like no i just give me what i want to do let me stay in my lane i'll produce what you want if it's not what you want it's because you didn't ask for it right and i did what you told me and there's a lot there's that ownership that sometimes teams are a little team members on teams are a little reluctant to assume because now they're 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 part of the deliverable they they, they own the success of that deliverable Versus if it's a requirements document, sometimes you can say, well, this is what you said. This is what you wanted, regardless of what it was, what you, what you actually needed. So uh, there, there's that those cultural aspects are huge, especially in new teams, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't want to be the dogmatic guy, but I'll go ahead and do it for the purpose of this video. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I learned early on when I was when I was a, a young budding scrum master I guess I've never been a young budding scrum master. You were probably young ones, Chris. <laughs> true. Uh, originally, the the way it was laid out in the scrum guide was the first half of the meeting, the first half of the sprint planning meeting was the product owner talking about what they wanted to do. The second half of the sprint planning meeting was the team figuring out how they were going to accomplish that work and what they could get done. Mm -hmm. And and the product owner was still there, but clarify. And I sometimes will use that kind of an approach with a product owner. You, you lay out what you think you want to get done, right, in priority order, ask for clarifying questions, and then shut up and let the team do their work. That structure would have helped this meeting specifically. It really would have, because yeah. it would have given Jolly the opportunity to get a lot of this stuff out. And then an opportunity for us to, we wouldn't have been so back and forth. It would have been helpful. Yeah. The, the problem with what I just said, though, is that some people will say that's the only way you do sprint planning. No. Well, that's yeah. the way. And it just doesn't work that way. But it is one way you can help, you know, set some boundaries. You know, the other thing might be create an agenda. Right. That says, OK, we're going to we're going to what are we going to talk about? Have the product owner list those things out and send it out in advance so that you're moving down the agenda rather than, you know, him controlling the conversation. Yep. I'm not a big fan of agendas, but sometimes you have to do that. I think that's a, that's a really good point. You know, agendas for any type of meeting, including uh, planning, is so important. Uh, we just did a facilitation class, and that's one of the things that I think was a big takeaway, big aha for uh, for that class. Not that it's an, anything new. People always say, hey, for any kind of meeting, you need to have an agenda. But just the the work that goes into building the agenda is, is you know, quite a bit, you know, for a product yeah. owner and the scrum master together to think about, okay, so what's our goal? You know, who all needs to be there? What other, what stakeholders might need to be there? You know, thinking about all the, the pieces and parts that's going to make that planning session successful right. uh, takes time. You just don't want to show up and say, OK, let's start planning and the product owner not have any idea what going back to Aiza's point, um, what the goals are. Right? What are yeah. the goals of the sprint and what is it I'm really trying to accomplish? And if they're just making it up as they go, right, if they just come in and just throw up all over the table. It can be pretty that can be pretty difficult to get through. Right. And I feel like not having a goal is, you know, the, the product owner tends to um, give arbitrary deadlines to people. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like what you came up with, Aiz. I think it's 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 quotable. Manage goals, not people. Oh, nice. uh, it's a good one. Hey, Aiz. So yeah. with no repercussions, does Kumar do that? Does he focus <laughs> on the goal or not? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. <laughs> I think Kumar is actually doing a pretty good job. I mean, he... He knows what button and he knows I should have a race, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. But seriously, he knows when to really actually get in there and are, are you doing well? Is there a problem? Or she, he, he also knows when to just leave me alone. You know what to do? Okay, just give me the deliverables and times that you promised me. Or sometimes, especially when it's um, a time-sensitive task, he does give me um, when he needs it, which is very helpful. You know, there's one thing, Ais, that I love that you do as well as the team members. You you ask when you need more, right? When you need more, hey, guys, I need this. I need that. Um, th- this is something that I need. So that communication is a two-way thing. And I think it's it's fantastic when you have that psychological safety and trust built up. That's where those frameworks can help is when you have that environment that is devoid of those two things. The frameworks can help over time build them. And then the framework isn't really as necessary because now that trust in that psychological safety is making up for a lot of things that the framework was trying to hold, trying to instill into the, the process side of it. But yeah. I think, yeah, that two-way communication and that freedom and comfort to be able to say, that's great, but I need more. Why are we doing this? Why, what, give me some more clarity so I can really produce something really good for you. So. Yeah, this is, this is great. Any um, closing thoughts? We're getting to where it's not a short anymore. <laughs> We've gone over 20 minutes. So it's a, it's no longer a short. It's a medium. Yeah. All right. Well, it seems like we're all, we're all uh, pretty happy with, uh, with what we talked I mean, there's, this is a big topic, right? So the role of the product owner, and this is just one aspect of it, the, the persona, the know-it-all product owner. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with knowing it all. It's just a matter of building your emotional intelligence and being self-aware that, Hey, your job as Ais so eloquently put it is to manage the goals and and make sure that you focus on the why and the what and and not manage the people that's not really your role to, uh, to do so thanks for watching uh, uh hopefully leave us a, some comments what you thought of this and we'll see you next time thanks a lot bye-bye <laughs>